Welcome back to Internet, brought to you by PGB Football. The talk this week and for a number of weeks have been about the rising stars Erling Haaland and Kylian Mbappe and if they will be the next Messi and Ronaldo. So we're going to get into this whole topic and discuss the many the many conundrums and things about these players that make them so special. So I just want to look at their stats. I want to look at them as a player, um, how they play on the pitch, how they contribute to their team's success. Obviously, they're in very successful teams, um, very well-esteemed teams. And I want to check, you know, how they're contributing to their team's form um, and where they will eventually progress to in the future, whether that be transferring to another club or just becoming the best player in the world through their current club. So we're going to take a look at Erling Haaland first. Erling Haaland has become an, a sensation in in less than a year. I would say he, he's, if not one of the top five strikers in the world, he's definitely in the top 10, 100%, but he's definitely in the top five. I can say that along with Lewandowski, along with Ronaldo, along with Mbappe, along with, we'll say, yo, who, who are informed strikers right now? Other than Lewandowski, Ronaldo, uh, Mbappe. Those are the three best. Lewandowski, Ronaldo, Mbappe. Messi, you can't put in a striker position because he's a he's a midfielder uh, slash winger. He's transitioned into that position lately. But I think I, I would name him fourth behind behind Lewandowski, Ronaldo, and and Neymar. I mean, sorry, not Neymar and Mbappe. I would actually name Lukaku up there as well. Lukaku has been devastating in Syria. His his whole the whole regime around how he plays now is extremely good. Um, there's your Premier League strikers. You you don't have really have an out and out Premier League striker that's banging the goals for their team week in week out game game week in game week out. You know. The top scorers in, in Premier League are for for strikers are like Bamford and Calvert Lewin. <laughs> they know in year Ronaldo Lewandowski. Oh, there's also Benzema, Karim Benzema. He's he's also having a great season. But we're here we're talking about Erling Holland and Kylian Mbappe. I'm keen to look at their stats. I'm currently looking at them and they really speak for themselves. Um, and they highlight how good his performances have been on the pitch, to say the least, with brute force and devastation. This season alone, it's it's ridiculous. 31 goals and 8 assists in 29 games. 
That is dumb. <laughs> That's just dumb. Uh, he's only been at Dortmund for um, about one and a half seasons. This is his second season. He spent half a season at the Austrian Bundesliga and half a season at in the German Bundesliga with Dortmund. Obviously, he used to play for Salzburg, um, Red Bull Salzburg in Austria. Um, he's of Norwegian origin, um, and he's a youngster. He's younger than me. He was born in 2000. It's it's actually insane. These 2000 babies, these Gen Z, um, these Gen Z um, kids are just tearing tearing shit up in in wood, world football. Jaden Sancho, <laughs> insane. <laughs> so yeah, his stats were like last season. 44 goals, 10 assists in 40 games, which is absolutely insane. Like, he he hasn't been injured that much, but, geez, wow. He just scores all the time. And, obviously, in his last two, in his last two games, he scored four goals in his last two games. It's It just highlights the, the velocity and ferociousness of the player he's just so velocity in every aspect actually velocity in the amount of goals he prints and the amount of of players he burns on the pitch it's insane so i i can see him just absolutely tearing the world of football up and he's going to keep doing it and i think he'll keep doing it for a number of years unless he gets seriously injured or just you know if i could see him stay i could see him being like a new Lewandowski. him although much younger than Lewandowski. Lewandowski was about 24 when he moved to dortmund i could see him spending like another two seasons at dortmund really building up his stats really building up his like credibility and his and He's just like his striker finesse and striker like bruteness. And then I could see him moving to like a big, big club. Like I think Real Madrid are going to need a striker soon when Benzema calls his time um, up at Real Madrid. I'm I'm also thinking uh, Barcelona will need a new striker actually because they don't have an alternate striker currently. They're currently doing like a false nine with Griezmann, Messi and Dembele. And then they've got a couple youngsters like Trincao and Pedri. And then there's Fati who's so injured. Um, so geez, those clubs are going to want... He's going to be on high demand for clubs like Barca, Real Madrid. I think Manchester City, Manchester United are going to... Those the two big clubs in 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 England at the moment are going to want uh, Holland. Also, Chelsea definitely, Liverpool definitely, with, with the form they're in, he's he's going to be on demand, and I can see him replacing uh, Ronaldo in the in the Ballon d'Or in in years to come. Obviously, Ronaldo will will come to the end of his career, and there's going to be someone who's going to have to take over that mantle of being the best player in the one of the best players in the world along with, alongside Messi. And I think Erling Haaland could take that, take this place. Moving on to Kylian Mbappe. 
Kylian Mbappe is still currently a rising star, although he came onto the scene when when he um, came to the ranks at Monaco. So current this year's stats, it's quite underwhelming for Kylian Mbappe, but 25 goals in 32 games and nine assists. It's still a more goal contributions than, than games. But it, it doesn't speak, those stats don't speak for the, the man himself. He's just all you, all you want in a player. He's, he's fast. He's, he's, well, he's not fast. He's rapid. <laughs> He'll burn anyone, any defender, except for maybe Alfonso Davies. Okay. But he'll, he'll burn any centre-back. He will score you goals, countless goals, season, season in, season out. And you can see in his, in his recent Champions League performances, they recent, they obviously the, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, they beat Barcelona 4-1 and he scored a double there and it was a ruthless double. It was, it was insane. If you didn't watch that, go watch the highlights because yeah, he just absolutely tears it up. And, you know, obviously he's won, he's won big titles. He's won, um, La Liga, um, sorry, league earns with PSG's won. He's been in the Champions League final. He's won the World Cup with France at the age of 20 years old. Wow. It's it's amazing. So he first came onto the scene. Monaco. Monaco was a great season for him or a great time for him. His uh, breakthrough season was in the 15-16 season. We only scored one goal. He didn't play a lot of minutes. He only played 289. It wasn't really his breakthrough season, but he made his debut. He made 11 appearances, scored one goal, one assist. Only 289 minutes. And then Liga, he, he first played, oh wow, yeah, he first played his um his real breakthrough season was the 16-17 season that was his season where eventually PSG pushed him um and he scored 15 goals in 29 appearances in in the league and got 11 assists so 26 goal contributions in 29 matches which is unbelievable he made his he obviously Monaco the season before made the Champions League. So he made his Champions League debut that season. He ended up scoring six goals in nine appearances in the Champions League. Insane stats. And this oh he was 18 years old. 17, 18 years old. It's like it's insane. No, he's actually he wasn't he was he was born in nineteen ninety-eight. So he was born in the year that France won the World Cup, and then 20 years later, he is part of the World Cup winning squad who wins the 2018 World Cup. Insane. It's a weird one. It's just almost like it was written in the stars for Kylian Mbappe. And uh, then after that stellar season, 21 goals, 11 assists in 38 games, 
League Un and Champions League respectively. Obviously, there was Coupe de France, Coupe de la Ligue, where he scored two goals and got three assists in three games and three goals in three games respectively. So it ended up being 26 goals, 14 assists in 40, 40, say 44 appearances. And then just the sheer brilliance of him continued. It continued in huge numbers, not huge numbers, but significant numbers. You know, just contributions on and off the pitch. He didn't get the numbers quite like he did in Monaco the next season at PSG. But then once, so that's 17-18 season, once 18-19 season hit, that was his World Cup winning year, the 2018 World Cup. He absolutely destroyed and he scored 33 goals in 29 appearances with 9 assists in Ligue 1, which is insane numbers. Because he transitioned from He's almost he's he's a winger. He's not, but he's more of like a centre forward now. He's he transitioned from a left winger into like a centre forward now, and he's he obviously he. How do you get those? I don't understand how you get those numbers when you're a winger. Those type of numbers, like forty plus goal contributions. The next season, nineteen twenty, obviously was twenty twenty was a rough year. So I think. It kind of dampened the the performances a bit, but still. Um, oh yes, league earn cut their season short by eighteen games. So like halfway through the season, they were like, "No, we we're awarding PSG as the champions." I remember that um, bit of controversy in that, but then current season he's looking good and he's really putting up the numbers and. All, all in all, contribution is unbelievable. Like 145 goals and 219 appearances with 77 assists um, throughout his professional career. He's 80, He's 22 years old. He can play center forward, left wing, right wing. It's for a 22-year-old, it's unbelievable. And you can see him sitting at the top of the of the world's rankings in terms of in terms of players and eventually lifting the best player in the world the ballon d'or um at the end of the year you know i think he's going to be a year-on-year ballon d'or winner when messi and ronaldo uh, retire you never know he could after Lewandowski as well Lewandowski's getting um He's not stopping in terms of stats, <laughs> in terms of goals. His stats, obviously, uh, you can, but his performances, like he just, he just never stops scoring. Um, only recently, you know, the last two seasons have been insane. Uh, Thirty plus, he's got thirty-one goals in the Bundesliga. It's, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a subject for another time. But I can see Kylian Mbappe and Erling Haaland sitting on that podium. First and second place, not if not 
joint equal at first place, winning trophies, um, co constant trophies season in, season out. I can see them contributing with whichever team they're playing for. If not their current teams, they will continue to score. No matter, I think if they're around, the quality that they are around, they'll continue to score an immense amount of goals. But you can still see them contributing so often with with shit players around them. It's an insane time to be around watching football nowadays because you just never think the you just don't know when the Messi Ronaldo legacy is going to end and who eventually will take that that mantle. And it's it's going to be obviously these these two players are at the top of the list to take the mantle to for for them to step up they have stepped up and they're getting better if not the same stats uh goal contributions as messi and ronaldo um in their respective leagues obviously different leagues different different opponents you could say easier opponents but French league, German league, completely different. Obviously, we can say that La Liga and Premier League are, if not the best leagues uh, to perform in or to to try and win, simply because of the amount of competition um, between every single team and the amount of players that go to La Liga, the best players go to La Liga, the best players go to Premier League. Um, the best players also go to Syria. The best players also go to Liga and then Bundesliga. But yeah, I think if Mbappe and Holland had to go to uh, the most competitive leagues, which are currently La Liga and Premier League, I think they would absolutely flourish. They would just tear every opponent apart. Whoever they're playing around, I think they will absolutely destroy their numbers will go i don't think the numbers will be like 30 plus goals but they're just going to make that team even better just because of the the player that they are look how holland is making dortmund like the most scary team ever they they put five goals in two games past severe uh, that that's a that's the their european champions they're not an easy opponent, and they're, they're doing that because of one brute force player and Marco Royce. And Mbappe putting, contributing how he is against opposition like Barcelona, scoring two goals in it and basically sealing the tie. Going to the second leg tonight, they're going to have an easy run. They, they could definitely just put up the handbrake and park the bus. They're not going to need to even playing Mbappe, I don't think they can rest him, but you never know. Um, they'll probably want to make us even more of a statement, put more goals past Barcelona, but they can do that. Mbappe can do that. Holland can do that. They can do whatever they want. They're so young and there's no pressure. But yeah, I can see them in the next five years going on to the, the big stage, winning the Ballon d'Ors, winning the best trophies winning the Champions League. If I think if if uh, Holland wants to win the Champions League, I think he must go to a bigger club like 
like Real Madrid or or Bayern Munich or you know a big, a big team like that or Man City or provided that Man United make the Champions League, which I think they will this season, then possibly them or Barcelona or Real Madrid because they they're guaranteed to win. Um, they will qualify for their respective European Cup competitions. So I'm just I'm just so optimistic for these players, and I'm so keen to watch them play more and more and more. So, yeah, that wraps it up. Thank you for listening in, and I'll see you next time.